Hi, this is Jerry Bennett, Psychic Medium, and you are listening to Your Spiritual Podcast. Hello and welcome on in, all you sweet peas. Today, um, this is the 29th of December at the moment, so that we have just passed Christmas, and I hope you've all had a fabulous Christmas nonetheless. I know with the COVID situation in the world, a lot of people can be affected by that, but I hope you all had a safe and happy Christmas nonetheless. Now, this is the very first podcast of the series that we have here today. We are going to be more focusing on more of the introductions about who I am, what we're going to be focusing on with today's session or with all the podcasts that are going on through with this part here. I hope you all get relaxed and all find this entertaining nonetheless. It's going to be more of a relaxed podcast in comparison to probably what you are used to. I like to try and keep things as genuine or down to earth as possible. But just to quickly reiterate, I'm wanting to start things off with a small introduction. So hello and welcome on in. I am Jerry Bennett and I work as a psychic medium. I have been working for since I've been 18, so I'm currently 24. So that's, oh gosh, mass, six years at the moment working as a psychic medium and uh, I must say it's definitely been a roller coaster in terms of how I used to think things that used to kind of fluctuate or start to happen um, but I can like I will never take any of those experiences back. Um, as a child I have been very um not used to loud energies or big crowds. I was very sensitive growing up. I remember having very vivid, very clear dreams growing up as well. It was um, very scary, I guess, at those points there too, because a lot of those dreams did come true. I remember having one when I was around, oh gosh, I think it was in middle school. I can't remember what age exactly, but I kept having a reoccurring dream that a tornado was going to rip through Cambridge, my hometown. And I kept having it, kept having it. I remember telling my mum that it was going to be happening. And she blew it off like, no, like nothing. Like, like as any parent would at that kind of stage. I was like, oh, you know, it's just a dream. Um, but no, it was. And then all of a sudden, again, I forgot what year it was, but Cambridge got hit by its very first tornado ever. So that was quite a extra, like a, a really weird situation that kind of played on through. So nonetheless, with that part there, um, during middle school and high school, I went and did a lot of readings at that point there too. At that stage, I didn't really understand that they were readings, but more um, a party trick more than anything else. And I used to do them when I used to go out for parties and I used to get drunk. And I know some people might not agree with that type of thing with drinking and reading, but at that point, I didn't know exactly what I was doing. Um, and then I was working at McDonald's. Yay, I guess I'm a used to be a McDonald's employee. Um, but I was heavily depressed. I don't know really know what to do with the rest of my life. Um, I am a big avid gamer. That's probably one thing that people don't really understand or have so, uh, thought of something that's with me. Uh, but yeah, I use it, games. I love games. It's my form of escapism. But I wanted to pursue that as a professional career of making games, either programming, creating worlds, or that sort of thing. I loved that aspect of what gaming can provide with that part there. But it was a very uh, an aspiring 
dream of mine to complete. So I try my best to try and do those things, but every time that I tried my, uh, my best to go and do it all, it just fell on through far too much. And of course, got me even more depressed. And as any millennial would do at that point of, of my life, uh, I Googled, well, how do you know what to do for the rest of your life? So I Googled it and nothing was coming up. So again, I got even more depressed at that stage and that was absolutely fine. But then I think I almost gave up but something deep inside said to me that, hey, Jared, you need to rewatch or reload the web page. So I did. And if anyone is familiar with Google at all, they as soon as you press refresh on a page, you'll see if it's blue, it means you haven't opened it. If it goes into like a purple stage, you've opened it. So there was another blue one that popped up and it was a very spiritual site. I opened it up and it was a tutorial or a little how-to on how to meditate and how to ask your guides questions. So it just said to write down on a piece of paper what your question was and you go through a meditation process and you get introduced to your guides. You ask the question and they give you back the results from it all. So I did my meditation. I wrote down on my piece of paper uh, beforehand on what to, well, how do I know what to do with the rest of my life? And did the meditation and I got really into it really, really fast. Never really got into meditation beforehand. So it was actually quite a shock on how easy it was to first connect on through. Um, did the meditation, got brought to a marvelous pine forest with luscious uh, grass. It was all dewy and very foggy, very smoky. And a lady walked from the outer edges of the smoke, came on forward and she was wearing all this very Greek, Greek flowy clothes. And it looked like she was walking through water because of how the, the garments was flowing back and forth. It was marvelous. I, I, I wish I could paint it or make it into a physical reality to give you guys an idea about how it looks. But oh goodness gracious, I just loved it so much. And she walked forward and she stopped. And at that point, because it's not very clear when you're in the spirit world of how to talk to people, <laughs> I was just going, is this when I ask my question? Like, goodness gracious, what do I do? So I asked my question, how do I know what to do for the rest of my life? And all she said back in response was, exactly what you're doing, and walked away. Um, of course, that left me a bit baffled. I woke out of my meditation, even more complex and a lot more <laughs> questionable about how everything was going through. And so I sat there and I'm like, oh, is it the McDonald's stuff that I was doing for a while? Like, was it um, the gaming stuff? Like, was I meant to be doing that? And I'm like, exactly what you're doing. And nothing was falling on through. So I even got more sad, more depressed. I don't know what earth I was doing. And then something just kind of hit me. I don't know when I went, hold up. Is, the, is it the spiritual stuff that I've been doing on and off or the like, the party tricks, this this reading stuff, and it felt like I like uh, shivers upon shivers, like on steroids, came through my own body, and I was like, goodness gracious, this is amazing, and it sounded like an audible crowd cheering, going, yay, fabulous, um, and it was at that moment I went, okay, wow, this is what I'm supposed to be doing, and I think within a week or so, I created a Facebook page called Aspiring Psychic, and I started to offer free readings for those who were interested. I also went to go and see a teacher for a while, and just to make sure that I was doing the correct things. I knew I could do it, but I just wanted to make sure that I was doing it the proper way, and here I am now in 2020, at the end, well, almost 2021, to be rather honest, and I'm here now making my podcast, so it's been quite a while and a 
a lot of up and downs in terms of how I've got to this stage, but it's been absolutely marvellous nonetheless. Um, I know a lot of people have a lot of questions in terms of how this works and how I work and how I see things. The best way to kind of put it is I see things in the a form of a child's mind. Now, that sounds a, it can be taken a few ways with that part there. It, what I'm meaning by this is that as soon as you're a child, or when you were a child, your imagination was skyrocketing. You could pretend to be a pirate, going watching, 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 or not trying to step on love and everything. You're running around, even though you weren't touching anything or you weren't um, in those type of circumstances. You could definitely feel those intense emotions or you could pretend that those things were in front of you and it's taking that aspect of your childness and bringing your adult version of that life into that so it's not so much of you going cool I'm imagining I'm a pirate type thing whenever someone's going to have a reading with me it's more of as long as I'm able to open my mind up to see messages that's that correspondence or it could also be uh, described as having a daydream state. Now, a lo- I know a lot of you lovelies know what it's like to daydream. It's when you just lose focus and a whole collage of imagery is coming through. Of course, you're, you're awake, you're alert, but memories, situations, circumstances are being shown like a movie theater inside your mind. Same situation. Um, for me, whenever I do my readings, I do a aura and a chakra reading more than anything else. That's how I first started off. But the colors can come through. It almost look, looks like liquid smoke, the symbols. Um, it could be memories, small snippets of words. It can be sometimes sentences. It's a whole collage of bombardment of energy. And it's my job to try to decipher and try and put together in terms of a normal human paragraph. Um, I know a lot of my students who are studying their adept levels towards their masters, that's probably the hardest portion of either learning on how to contact with spirit, is knowing on how much effort you have to put in just to get oh, this is your message type thing. So um, even though that we might may have it look so easy on our own part, it's actually quite difficult, but mind you, once you get used to it, that's the main thing. Another aspect that I would love to discuss with you, lovelies, is some of the downsides, and this is not me complaining or whining, that sort of thing. It's more of, I think a lot of us who are in the spiritual realms don't normally talk about this. And it's more of, it's being very glorified of going, I can talk to spirit, I can do this, I can do that. But what's the actual effect on the person afterwards? Uh, One of the most normal ones that you'll hear about is fatigue, great fatigue. Uh, For me, the best way I can put it is like I could easily die after a full day of readings and not fight, if that makes any sense. Like someone could come into my house and kill me, (laughs) like that sort of thing. Not saying that that should happen by any means, but it's it's that best analogy to use is that I could just easily fall uh, asleep and just stay asleep forever. It's a different type of fatigue. Uh, it's not a physical fatigue. It's not an emotional. It's just a whole spiritual fatigue and it destroys you. Um, that one there is one of the hardest parts of the job in terms of connecting in with people's spirits, uh, energy, spirits in general, that sort of thing. Um, but again, you got to have your good and your bad nonetheless. And I don't mind feeling like that to do this type of work. Um, you definitely get used to it nonetheless. Now, another thing that I don't think a lot of people would either fathom in terms of what a bad thing could be, but dating, goodness gracious, is quite a hard thing to try and get through. Um, Back in the day when I was out and about and dating people, um, 
it was quite of like, I don't know if anyone's seen the show Undercover Boss by any means, but you're trying to like hide and go, okay, this is not what I'm doing. This is not on who I am. Um, and at that stage, I was working at Countdown as a supervisor uh, there at checkouts, because that's, if you can't already tell by my voice or if you have met me by now, I'm quite the... Um, customer interaction type person um and i could use that as a shield or as a um a disguise because i'm a little spy fbi agent uh and i could use that as a disguise to meet with someone that sort of thing um because either i was too, too scared that they'll judge me or if they would dislike me if they found out the things that i did um there have been instances of me being used from people uh for instance i was getting along with a guy and he asked me oh by the way i'm gay if you haven't already told by this audio just surprise uh <laughs> but i was going out to go and see this guy and he uh, took me over to his place and there were a lot of cars out there it was really strange and i'm like oh there must be like a barbecue kind of going on and he he was very nonchalant about the whole thing and just agreed with what I was saying. Um, again, I thought nothing of it at that time. I got into the house. There were shoes everywhere. And I went, oh, okay, I guess he's having like a barbecue at his place. Again, I'm very easygoing with my own energies and how I go and do the life. So again, I wasn't phased or fathomed by the idea of me being bombarded. But goodness gracious, as soon as I turn into the lounge, there's a good 20 plus people all standing around. Um, and as soon as I enter the room, they all stop and look at me. And at that stage, he turned to me and asked, oh, since why you're here and everyone knows that you do readings, um, do you mind reading everyone while we're here? And then at that stage I went, oh, okay, I'm being manipulated and used at this stage. Um, so as any person would normally do, they would walk out. Um, I didn't because I am awkward as hell and I would just stay there because I can't say no to people. Um, so I read everyone and that was, uh, that, yeah, that took a a lot out of me and I don't have never spoken to this guy again. Um, but who knows, you know, what you put out there is what you receive. So who knows, they probably needed the help more than I did, but it was, uh, yeah, I realized that they were dating me for Jerry Bennett, the psychic medium rather than just me, old plain Jared. Um, again, I guess that comes out with, no, I'm not saying I'm famous or I am, uh, some sort of celebrity type thing, but while, dating and everything else there have been instances of me meeting up with people um me thinking that they're not aware of who i am um or what i am and that sounds very bad if you take that the wrong way but hopefully you understand what i mean uh and they'll treat my words like complete gold so for instance it could be me normal jared me going hey are you okay and they'll turn around and they'll go i knew my energies were off i knew my root chakra was a bit fucked up today i need to make sure that i do this that this that this did you what else did you pick up on and i'll be sitting there going like oh my goodness gracious no no, no. i was just asking how are you like it's, it wasn't checking up on your own energies i wasn't trying to pick up on anything um and so i was noticing that a lot of people were putting me up on a pedestal or treating my world um my words as gold and not treating me like the person that i am again i guess it comes with the territory at the end of the day but definitely something that I had to learn and adapt with nonetheless. Um, but there have been instances of people who I have, and I'm going to say this quite blatantly, I have hooked up with. 
um, and either we're cuddling and everything else, and people have gone, oh, I can't believe I'm holding Jared Bennett. And I'm like, actually, first of all, I don't think I've talked about my name at all. <laughs> so how do you know on who I am, and why are you saying it like you're seeing someone famous? And it's happened on multiple occasions, and it just kind of ruins the mood, but then it goes, okay, are they liking me for me or for what I am or what I do. And I think that's one thing I'm going to have to try and get used to in terms of life from now on, because I don't see myself slowing down. But it was definitely something that I didn't, wasn't kind of prepared for nonetheless. So yeah, dating in terms with me in my life has been really awkward in general. Um, there have been some really bad instances in terms of relationships and everything else and seeing people cheat on me during those relationships. But that's a long, long story. And it came to a point um, where I resented my guess because I didn't want to be seeing these type of images or this imagery inside my head um, when I loved that person with all my heart and being at that time. So um, again, there's some really good things and some really bad things in terms of um, being a psychic medium or tuning into spirit is that you get the foresight of what's to come, both good and bad. So it does come with it as a double-edged sword. But Enough of the negative stuff in terms of um, that some of the downsides of working as a psychic medium or being a psychic medium, because um, I'm sure a lot of you who are listening to this um, who are psychic mediums or psychic or mediums or, or spiritual in general have a lot more ups and downs or in comparison to me, but those are a few of the things that I've come across in terms of my life. Um, but nonetheless, though, um, in terms of the positive aspects is that you can change someone's life from a simple reading. You can change someone's mood. You can just, it's such a, there's so many more pros in comparison to the cons, nonetheless. Um, and I want to make sure that I'm not talking just about the bad things in lives. And right now I can't really think of a lot of the major positives in terms of everything. Um, that's just because I'm put on the spot and I can't think of anything right now. But it's nonetheless, I would never trade this gift or this type of work for anything else in the in the world, that sort of thing. I love on what I do, on what I offer people and the people who come through, who resonate with me, who are just vibing, that sort of thing. And that's why I will never, ever, ever give this up. I know this has been quite a short podcast nonetheless, but I wanted to just so quickly make a very small introduction about me, about the pros and cons, about the type of work that I do, um, any small short stories that I have, especially in terms of dating, um, just to give you a quick insight about who I am, what I'm about, if that makes it apparent, I guess, from the day dot, is that I try and keep things as genuine and down to earth as possible, try and keep things real. I mean, uh, if I'm needing to talk about um, a sex story or if I'm needing to talk about um, on how to attune yourself type of things, either professional or unprofessional in terms of these podcasts, I mean, I'm more than happy to go and do it. I mean, more than anything, I think we should be all treating each other like friends or like family nonetheless because I definitely think that it's on how you make more of a positive change in terms of the world but I hope you all have loved this episode so far get in contact with me with any ideas in terms of podcasts that you love to hear from me this can be in terms of topics or um, I think it's only topics that we can do the kind of or even games or they'll be cool games that we can also have I can also have guest people on with our podcast as well so if you've got any ideas on who you're wanting me to podcast with also let me know by just sending me private messages through 
through my business page at, uh, I think it's Facebook, in the search bar, just Jerry Bennett Psychic Medium. But I all hope you all have a fabulous Christmas, well, New Year's actually, goodness gracious, it's only around the corner. Make sure you go and do something, splash out, do something fun. If you drink, go and get sloshed. If you don't drink, then do something fun. Um, but relax, celebrate, 2020 is over. This whole shenanigan of everything is coming to an end. And 2021 is when this big change is going to be happening. So yay, positivity, love and everything else to you. See you later, sweet peas. Bye.